Good morning, everybody. How's everybody this morning? Good, good. Let's stand. Welcome to the house of the Lord on this beautiful Sunday, Sunday school. Let's just thank the Lord for this opportunity this morning. Y'all pray for me. Um, it, I, I've, I feel the Holy Ghost in here today, so I'm going to try to be as calm as I possibly can. But I'm not promising anything today. I, I feel like the Lord has something in store for us. And uh, I'm excited to be here in the house of the Lord. I'm expecting, I'm expecting good reports when we leave here today. When we leave this uh, sanctuary, this building, this campus today, I believe the Lord's going to show up in somebody's life. If you allow him. Amen. Let's just thank him right now for this opportunity. Let's praise him and let's, let's ex be expecting right now. Lord, we praise you. We worship you. We magnify you. We glorify you. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Lord, touch our hearts, our minds, our life. Have your way, Lord. Speak to us. Open the doors of our hearts and our minds. Give us a special touch today. Touch the children's Sunday school this morning. Touch those teachers. Touch the youth. Touch the youth teacher today, Lord. We ask that you touch everybody on this campus today. Lord, we're here. We're expecting. We're ready to receive your word, Lord. We praise you and thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. As you all may know, let's continue to pray for our pastor and first lady. They're getting some much-needed uh, resting time, and we're excited about that. We want them to get rest. We want them to be all rested up when they come back home and, and bring a word for us. Uh, but pray for them on their way back home. I'm not sure when, they'll come, when they're coming back, but uh, uh, when they're coming back, we want to make sure that they're, uh, they're safe travels on their way home. Amen? You may be seated. If you would, turn with me. To First Kings uh, chapter eighteen, you you ain't got to stand. Got a few verses I want to read here, in a familiar story. First Kings eighteen verse forty one, and Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. And he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees and said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. Everyone say nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot, and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Hmm. Y'all ready? I know there's a little ring right here, but that's all right. We're, going, we're just going to preach today, teach today. If you'll allow me, if you'll allow the Lord to speak to you, I'm going to speak, speak to you on this subject. Did you bring your poncho? Hmm. Did you bring your poncho? It's one of 
my least or most least favorite words ever or ever heard or ever said, and that's the word nothing. It is a word that reveals lack. It holds no element of promise. It contains no ounce of hope. Uh, and, and let me try to explain a little bit. You work for an hour on your car. You have sweat, blood, and tears in the repair. And you go to turn the key and nothing. You get up early every morning and you strap on those running shoes. You grit your teeth and you run the miles that you need to run. After maybe weeks of running and weeks and of eating right, you step on the scale and nothing. Anybody? You watch as everyone throws parties, they buy gifts, and they, they celebrate. And then when it's your turn, your special occasion, your day, there's nothing. The demand is there, but the resource is not. The need is apparent, but the solution is not. A withdrawal is requested, but there seems to be no funds. Energy is a must, but it seems that the tanks are empty. Nothing in the cabinets, nothing in the bank, nothing in reserve. A relationship longed for, but nothing. Absolutely nothing. I dislike the word. I really do. But I dislike the experience even more. I wonder if there's anybody under the sound of my voice this morning presently living through a nothing moment. You see, you have expectations unmet. Caring has become cursing. Wedding uh, turned sickness. Healing only a desire, absolutely nothing. So here we read in a passage where the scene is simple. The nation is in a drought due to the sin and the idolatry of its leaders. And Elijah the prophet has declared that there would be no rain. And there has been absolutely nothing. No rain. Not a single drop for over three long years. Now after a head-to-head -head battle with over 450 prophets of Baal, Elijah on the heels of his great victory now declares that it's about to rain. And that the rain is coming. So Elijah does what the prophets do and the prophets of God do. And that's go into prayer. And he sends his servant to examine the horizon for the purpose of spotting rain. And this I, I find, and there may be somewhere else, but this is the first ever recorded star, storm tracker that I find. But time and time again as the servant comes back with a dreaded response to the prophet. I see nothing. There's nothing there. And his servant comes back with a bad report, an empty report, a negative report. He comes back with absolutely nothing. He reports to the man of God, there's nothing. I see nothing. Nothing's there. And six times, the servant leaves the man of God to wrestle with God while he scans the heavens for just a sign, for any evidence that God has heard their prayers. Six times the report comes back the same over and over again. There's nothing, absolutely nothing. And there was no mistaking his words. 
They were very clear. They were sharp. And all they were, they were to the point. There is absolutely nothing. Had an effect on Elijah. But a true man of God and his faith is not shaken by what the eyes uh, see or don't see. Instead of being discouraged and giving up, Elijah turns up the heat. He presses his request. He intensifies his prayer. And he takes this negative report as a challenge to the word of God. God had told him to appear before Ahab and he would send the rain. And he stands on the word of God. And finally, finally on the seventh time, his servant returns with a side note. There is still absolutely nothing. But I saw this little cloud the size of a man's hand rising up out of the sea. And the poor servant was ready to possibly hear those uh, familiar words again. Go look one more time. But instead, Elijah jumps up off his knees and sends his servant a different direction with a new order and a new instruction. He says, go tell Ahab to hitch up his chariot and get down off this mountain for there's a sound of abundance of rain. There's a sound of a downpour, a deluge, an extremely heavy rain coming. Come on, somebody, hear me this morning. Somebody has heard those words, there is nothing, over and over again. There is nothing. There's no money. There's no hope. There's no way. There's no love. There's no chance. There's no change. There's nothing left. There's nothing we can do. You know what those words signify? They're, they're meant to signify the end. You can't quit praying now. Or you can quit praying now. You can quit confessing, quit believing, quit hoping, quit expecting, quit dreaming, quit looking, quit praising, quit marching. But I came to tell somebody this morning, don't quit. Don't quit believing. Don't quit confessing God's word. Don't quit marching around the walls. Because in the same place where they said there was absolutely nothing shall come forth an abundance in your life today. They may mean your doctor this morning, your banker, your lawyer, your husband or your wife. Or they may mean your prodigals who have said to you that I'm never going to serve God again. Don't waste your time praying for me. Oh, They may even be those religious folks around you who are telling you to give up on your dream, give up on your promises, they say there's absolutely nothing. It's never going to happen. But I want to remind someone this morning, it always gets the darkest just before the dawn. Warfare surrounds the birth of a miracle. Just before your breakthrough, you will fight your greatest battle. And you say this morning, I can't see nothing. I don't feel nothing. I don't have any evidence. I may not have any evidence this morning from a natural perspective, but I've got confidence from a spiritual perspective. And that's God's word is true, and I stand on it this morning. 
You're in a perfect position for a miracle in this place this morning. Mm, I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. I read a post that sparked this word in me this morning a few weeks ago. I read a post a few days ago from, uh, well, I reread it a few days ago from one of my friends, uh, preacher friends on social media, where he was telling a story uh, that was shared uh, with him by one of his friends. He posted that there was a uh, severe drought in an area where one of his friends was raised and uh, one of the local churches there called for a prayer meeting to specifically pray for rain. And people started showing up in droves. But he said one man showed up looking a little different than the rest of the people that showed up there. You see, this man rode up there in what they call a slicker suit. And for those of you who don't know the term, it's basically a waterproof type of clothing. Folks looked at him a little strange and asked why he was wearing that. And he said, y'all told me we were coming here to pray for rain and I'm ready for it when it happens. Mm. His friend told him by, by, by the end of the prayer meeting that the rain had already started coming down and everyone had to ride home wet except the one guy who came prepared. You see, how different would our churches and our lives and our families be if we didn't just pray, but we went ahead and prepared ourselves for the answer before it ever came? I'm wondering this morning, did anybody bring your poncho this morning? You might be looking at me a little strange this morning, but I came to the house of God prepared for rain to fall in my life and in the church today. So I brought a little something today. I went and bought last night, or I had my wife go and buy last night. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Y'all just, just bear with me today. But I went and bought me some ponchos. I've got 20 here. I bought all the rest that they had. So if you want one after Sunday school, you can come grab you one. But I came here today ready for the Lord to do something. Because in James 2, in James 2, you'll find in 17 uh, uh, through those verses all the way to 26, you'll find in several verses where uh, it speaks about faith. And that faith without works is dead. You might be believing in the promises of God this morning, but I'm asking you, did you bring your poncho to church? Because it's time for some folks in the house of God to start putting your faith to work. Oh, I know, I know you've been posting about it. The Lord's going to do it. The Lord has my promises. But yeah, I know, I understand it. I believe God's going to do it. But did you put it to work yet? Are you prepared for it yet? Because I came ready for God to do something. I'm telling somebody this morning, I might look a little stupid this morning. And forgive me for the word stupid. I might look like a dummy or an idiot this morning. But boy, I came prepared for the rain because the Lord said, Hey, Sunday morning it's going to rain at Life Point Church. 
And I came prepared for the rain. I came prepared because, boy, I've gone through the drought. I've gone through the stage of life where, man, I'm struggling over and over again. Lord, where are you at? Where is this going? I, mm, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I believe you can do it, Lord. Oh, I know you can believe it. I know you believe it. But are you ready for it? Are you prepared for it? Some folks ain't prepared for it. They're just talking about it. Well, the Lord's going to do this and this and this. Okay, well, get prepared for it. Because if you really believe it, now it's time to put them to work. Now it's time to go to work. Now it's, hey, if you really believe that your children are going to be in the house of God and they're lost, you know what you need to do? You need to prepare a seat for them. Hey, hey, if you don't mind, scoot over a little bit. I've got three extra spots that I need because I've got some family that are going to come stand here one day. I'm going to get prepared for it. Oh, the rain is coming. The rain is going to ha- it's going to be here today and it's your choice of whether or not you're going to be prepared for it. Oh. Oh Lord. Oh hey, I've been praying. I I believe the Lord can heal my body. All right, are you prepared for it? I've got this pain in my back. I've got these issues with my legs. I've got this sickness deep inside. Okay, are you prepared for that healing? You believe the Lord can do it? Okay, now put your faith to work now. Well, how do I do that? Oh, if your back's hurting, let's start getting ready to worship the Lord. Let's get ready because God's going to get prepared to do what you believe the Lord is going to do in your life. Get prepared because the rain is coming. Somebody should have brought their poncho this morning because you're going to get soaking wet. Oh, I done messed up, boy. I, done, I, I come to Sunday school preaching. Now the 11 o'clock service is going to be a little different. Uh, I'm just telling y'all. I'm, I'm telling y'all what I feel in the Holy Ghost. Uh, I want to be prepared for what the Lord has in my... Do y'all know Peter fished all night long and caught nothing? But with one word from Jesus Christ, he went from nothing to abundance. He went, no, he went from nothing to overflow. From nothing to too much. In fact, so much he was saying, hey, hey, buddies from the other boat, I need y'all to come help me. And it said they began to fill up both boats, and both of them were starting to sink. Went from nothing. Fishing all day long, caught nothing. The Lord said, hey, just cast on the other side. It went from overflow. Someone needs to know today. It's closer than you think. Your miracle, your healing, your breakthrough, it's closer than you think. You're on a brink of a breakthrough this morning. Why do you think that hell is fighting you so much? I know you can't see it, but God's been working in the dark. Do y'all know that God works the night shift? Just because it's dark in your life doesn't mean God went to sleep. He's still working. Huh. Did you bring your poncho? Put that faith to work today. Cast your nets on the other side today. It's time to go to work. It's time to get prepared 
for the promises of God that are yea and amen. He's going to do it, but are you prepared for it? Genesis 26, you'll find where Isaac was dwelling in a land stricken with famine. That means no rain. They were in a severe drought, no crops. It was a desolate place, horrible conditions. And he thought, he thought about going to another place and looking for better conditions, a better environment, better weather, better grounds. He was thinking about that, but God said no. The Lord and he sowed his seed in that land where there was absolutely nothing and there came forth an abundance he reaped in the same year in the same year a hundredfold in that very same place oh I want to tell somebody in this place who's looking looking for a better place looking for a better environment looking for more favorable circumstances today I want to tell you to hold on God is going to bless you right where you are if you'll just get prepared and put on your poncho because it's going to rain in your life blessings are going to rain in your life victory is going to rain in your life oh I know it's hard to keep marching when there's no visible evidence of change I know it's hard to keep tithing and sowing your seed when you're in a financial famine. I know it's hard to praise God for healing when your body is wrecked with pain. I know it's hard to stay positive when everything you see is negative. I know it's hard to believe for rain when you've been in a long drought. I know what I feel today. I know what I feel this morning. It's time for somebody to put on your poncho. I've heard all the negative reports. I've heard all the discouraging words. I've heard all the dream killers and faith assassinators. I've heard the, the dry bones talking about how too dry they are and how hopeless it is. I've heard the weather report, no relief in sight. There's no rain in the forecast, Elijah. It's not going to happen. But I'm like Elijah this morning. I've tuned into a different frequency. And I'm here in heaven's forecast. And it sounds like there's an abundance of rain coming. <laughs> it sounds like I need to go to the closet and pull my old poncho out that I've had sitting for a while. It's time to put it on because it's going to rain in my life. It's going to rain in your life. If you're watching today, it's going to rain. You better get your poncho out. It's time to get prepared. The servant comes back the seventh time. He says, I don't know what this means, but I see a little cloud the size of a man's hand. But Elijah knew what it meant. It meant my prayer has been heard. Your prayer this morning has been heard. The answer is on its way. 
And my question to you all this morning, did you bring your poncho? Did you bring your raincoat? Did you bring your umbrella? Because the rain is on its way. Your prayers have not been in vain. Your praise has not been in vain. Your sowing has not been in vain. Your faithfulness has not been in vain. Your obedience has not been in vain. God is getting ready to reward you. Blessings are coming your way. Abundance is coming your way. Joy unspeakable and full of glory is coming your way. Your tears of sorrow are getting ready to turn into tears of joy this morning. It's time to get prepared for the rain. In Mark 6, you'll find Jesus feeding a multitude of over 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fish. You will actually find in verse 36, if you go read it, where the apostles tell Jesus, we should make them go away so they can go into the villages and buy food, for they have nothing to eat. And Jesus tells them, well, give them something to eat. And I can see their faces. Like, really? There's over 5,000 plus here, and you want us to feed them with what? Come on, somebody. When five loaves of, 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 of small bread and two fish seem like nothing to a multitude over 5,000, when God gets his hands on nothing, you better get ready for an overflow. You better get ready for an abundance. You better get ready for the rain. Because you know what happens? They'll feed over 5,000 and then have some left over. You better put on that poncho this morning. You better get ready this morning because I feel like the rain. I know the rain is going to fall in this place today. Somebody in this house, you've been in a drought. Somebody in this house has been struggling. Somebody in this house has been fighting. The rain is going to fall. The wind is starting to blow. The anointing is flowing. It's time to put on your slicker suit. It's time to get the poncho on. It's time to get ready for the Lord to do something mighty in your life. Mm. But too many times, we've got that faith, but we don't want to put it to work. I'm just going to do something now. Anybody want a poncho? Here, like I said, I got... I only got so many, I'm sorry. But hey, if I give you one, I want you to go ahead and put it on right now. You want one? I want you to go ahead and put it on right now. We got a little bit of time. Hey, it's Sunday school. We're getting ready for 11 o'clock. The Lord's going to do something special for somebody today. Yes, sir, if you don't mind. There's only a few left, but get it out. I, I, I want to know who's ready. I want to know who's ready for the rain. Hey, the world looks at us strange when we're walking around with a poncho on. They're looking at it like, hey, they're a little silly out there. That church is a little silly. I went to that church, and they're just a little silly. You know why we're silly? Because we've been sitting for so long with faith and been putting it to work saying, Lord, I'm prepared for the rain. 
And I believe it's going to rain today in somebody's life. If you'll just get the poncho out and put it on and get ready. Oh, Brother David, you're getting a little silly today. That's all right. I can get, I can get silly for the Lord. I don't mind it because, hey, when I walk out and you're soaking wet and wondering why nothing happened to you because you wasn't prepared and you see me just shouting all the way to the truck because the Lord done something in my life that I knew he was going to do because I was prepared for the rain. Hey, all them silly folks with, with the, share, the, the story that was shared, I bet all those folks that were looking at that man strange going, this boy is silly. We came here to pray for rain, and he's in here wearing that slicker suit? Come on, somebody. But I, I bet they weren't thinking he was silly when he walked out, and he was dry when he walked out perfectly. Why? Because he had been prepared the entire time for what he knew he was praying for. There's some folks coming in here praying for your family. You're praying for healing. You're praying for a breakthrough. You're praying for God to release some things in your life. I've come to tell you it's time to get prepared for God to do those things in your life today. Oh, I'm prepared for that healing today. I'm prepared for that healing today. So you know why I'm preparing? I'm just going to praise the Lord for it. I'm just going to thank the Lord for it. I'm going to glorify Him for it. I'm going to speak life today because I'm prepared for what God has in store for me. Oh, you've been faithful. You've been faithful in your giving, but you're struggling financially. Get prepared. Open up those pockets. The Lord's going to start filling it up. Get prepared. Hey, you've been praying for the Lord to do something for your job. Get prepared. Hey, get ready. You're fixing to get that phone call. Get that phone next to you because the Lord's fixing to do it. It's time to get prepared. Oh, but I believe it. Okay, put it to work now. Put it to work. Hey, can I tell y'all, all the ones that got ponchos on, y'all look silly. But you're not going to be so silly when the rain begins to fall because you were prepared for it. There's no reason to go and go, man, Brother David, you know, he was, you know, he was teaching, I wish it had been Pastor or Brother John or somebody else. You know, he's just, he was just silly out there today. That's all right. Because when I go to the truck and I'm still <laughs> feeling good because I was prepared for what the Lord had in store for my life. Can I tell y'all, hey, I know Brother Clifford Vance ain't here today, but I want to make sure this is ready. I want to make sure this water's ready. It's ready. This water this water's ready today. We're prepared to baptize somebody today. We're prepared. Hey, I'm not sitting on that. Life Point Church is prepared for revival. We're prepared for God to send them our way. Life Point Church is prepared for backsliders to fill the pews again. Ha. Huh. I'm talking about being prepared. Did you bring your poncho today? Because the Lord is going to do it. The rain is coming. Oh, but it's, it's, it's hot outside. It's, it, it, it needs to rain in Texas. It, it, the, the sun is shining, boy. But boy, inside, I see the clouds. It's not clouds of doom and gloom. It's clouds of victory. It's clouds of blessings. It's clouds of breakthrough. It's clouds of healing. It's clouds of miracles. It's clouds of signs. Yeah. 
Are you prepared for it today? Are you prepared for the rain? Uh, Y'all just bear with me today. Do we have any faith workers here this morning like the man in the story who put on the slicker suit and was ready for the rain that he was praying for? Oh, I understand we've got some faith workers today. I understand it. I understand. I understand we got believers in this place this morning. But there's going to be some folks that show up at 11. There's going to be some guests. And there's going to be some visitors. There's going to be some backsliders. There's going to be some people that are going through droughts today that are not in Sunday school this morning that didn't even hear this message. I'm going to have on my poncho because I'm going to be ready for the Lord to do something. The Lord's going to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost for the very first time. I'm ready for it. I'm prepared for it today. The Lord's going to refill somebody with the Holy Ghost this morning. I'm ready for it. I'm prepared for it. And they need people like Faith Word. They need people that got their ponchos on. Why? Because they need them people putting their faith to work for them to feel the rain in their life. I've got a brother. He's at home right now. Loving to death. Great man. Got a great family. But I'm prepared. I'm going to save him a seat. I'm going to save him a seat today. It's right over there by me. I'm going to make sure that there's a seat for him, his wife, and my two nephews. And I'm prepared for when the Lord pours out that Holy Ghost all over their life. And hey, I may look strange with that poncho on and I may look dumb and I may look like an idiot, but when it begins to rain, oh, let's let's stand right now. We're, We're almost 35 minutes in and I feel the gift and the power of the Holy Ghost in this place today and I just want us right now We've got a little bit of time to spare. There's about 10 minutes right now. And I've got, I've got some notes still on here. But I feel the Holy Ghost today. And I think today we ought to get a hold of our poncho. And we've got to put it on. We've got to break out the slicker suit today. And remind ourselves that, hey, I've been praying for rain in my life. I've been praying about that circumstance. I've been praying about that situation. But now it's time to put my faith to work. Let's praise Him for it right now. The Lord is doing it. Let's thank Him for it right now. Let's speak life right now over that circumstance, over that situation, over our family, over our home, over our job. Lord, I pray. Do y'all hear that? I hear the sound of abundance of rain. I smell rain in a forecast. I hear the spiritual wind blowing right now. Uh, Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. 
I receive it today. Yes, Lord. I reach up for it today, Lord. I'm not just going to believe for it, but I'm actually going to put my faith to work for it. Because I thank you right now for what you're going to do and what you're doing today in my life, in my church. <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hear me, Life Point Church. Hear me, Saint. Hear me, sir. Hear me, ma'am. Life Point Church, we've been believing for that building. It's time to put it to work now. It's time to start going to work now. It's time to put on our poncho now because the rain is coming. The rain is coming. Abundance is coming. It's on its way. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the rain today. I thank you for the miracles today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. Anybody expecting anything? Anybody believe in God for anything? Anybody ready to go to work this morning? Hey, there's no reason that, that we shouldn't on the first note when Brother John starts leading us in song and in worship today that we shouldn't already get excited and start expecting God to move. Y'all, I'm not just talking because I want to hear y'all clapping and just scream and holler. I'm not about that today. I truly believe. I came prepared. If y'all just understood, ask my wife. I was so excited last night. It was late. She was tired. And I was like, please go to the store and buy me some ponchos. Please. You don't under, I was so excited. Why? Because not because I wanted to come look like a dummy. I already do that. But because I truly believe. And you may be going, oh, but what if? What if it don't happen? Then I'll be prepared for next service. But no matter what, I've come prepared. That's not faithless talking. I didn't just ease up on my faith. I absolutely believe. I came prepared to baptize somebody today in Jesus' name. I came, to, I came prepared for somebody to get the gift of the Holy Ghost for the first time. But I'm not inching my faith back by saying, if it don't happen, no, no, no. I'm just prepared for the next service. Because I'm not taking this poncho off. Why? Because I know the Lord is going to do it for Life Point Church. I know He's going to do it for me. Oh, but you're going to save those seats. And what if your brother and them don't show up? Then it'll be ready for next service. Because I've come prepared. Every time I come in here, the Lord just reminded me, David, you better be prepared because I'm going to do it. And I'm going to grab a hold of His promises and I'm going to take them to the bank. Because his word said that it won't return void. It's going to go do and accomplish what he said it's going to do. So you know what I'm going to do? In the meantime, while I'm getting prepared, I'm just going to praise him for it. Lord, thank you for baptizing somebody in Jesus' name. Thank you for filling somebody with the Holy Ghost. Thank you for bringing my family back to the church. I'm prepared for it today. Woo! My, 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 my. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ah, God is good. 
Somebody just give them a hand clap of praise right now. We got us a little time to spare for our 11 o'clock service. So while we spare some time today getting ready for 11 o'clock, I'm asking you to go get prepared. You get prepared in the, in the prayer room. You know, you, you know what you're doing in there? You're spiritually taking your poncho with you and saying, Lord, I'm fixing to put it on because I know at 11 o'clock you're fixing to do something mighty because I believe you're a good God. I don't just say it, but I believe it. Let's go get prepared. We're going to have us church today. Hey, man, I love you. Jesus loves you.